0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining another episode of Digital Switch. It has been quite a busy start to the year, and I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. So this episode is going to continue with our discussion on data quality, specifically this critical need for firms to really implement a holistic and proactive data quality framework. Now, we have a data quality webinar coming up on January 27th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And I want to touch on this really fast because our guest today is actually going to be speaking at that as well. So we are really excited to have her on here for a preliminary discussion and to give a little preview into what you're gonna hear on the webinar. So with that being said, I am excited to welcome our first guest of the year, Ellen Gentile, who is the Director of Enterprise Data Quality at SMBC. So
1: Ellen, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, this is Ellen Gentile with SMBC. Um, I am on this podcast and basically the opinions and details I'm expressing on my own and not necessarily the opinions of SMBC as a whole. Thank you. I'm really honored. And this is my first podcast, so hopefully I won't screw it up. At the <laughs> but I'm very excited to be here and thank you very much. Of
0: course, of course. So, Um, Our listeners have probably seen you in our past webinar that we did with the Women in Big Data. But I figure let's start by giving them a little more background on your experience in the financial services industry. And specifically, since we're talking about data quality, if you can touch on that experience as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, So I have a long, long protracted history um, in financial services. I never really left it and went into any other industry because it's really an amazing area um, where you meet so many interesting people and a lot of opportunities. Um, my background in one of my latest or last positions prior to coming to SMBC, um, I worked in, um, you know, process improvement and you know Six Sigma area and working with voice of the customer and, and working with a lot of data. And that's really probably where I started to get very interested in data governance and data quality. Um, from there, I went from um, really. Uh, Bank of New York Mellon slash Pershing to uh, SMBC. And, and throughout the years, it's been really, I've been at SMBC for like five years now. And it's really, working with data is unbelievable. It's, it's challenging, it's rewarding, it's frustrated, it's all that. Um, but it really is an amazing thing for anyone and their interests in their career overall.
0: No, thank you for sharing this. This is an awesome background. Um, With all your experience and knowledge, you really are the perfect person to kick off our 2021 data quality discussion. So first, let's start from the beginning. Data quality has really become prioritized in the past decade or so because of all the waves of digital transformation. And many firms are actually finding themselves inundated with volumes and volumes of new data. So No matter what the size of any firm is, it's apparent that data quality needs to be their primary focus. So this kind of leads me to my first question. How have firms, in your experience, previously approached data quality, and what
1: have their challenges or limitations been? So I would say this, from a data quality perspective The challenges have been the data in and of itself is daunting. You know, the process to curate data, handle data is is really big. If you go back in the financial services world, you go back to Dodd-Frank, right? And there's all these new requirements around data, being able to have transparency into the data. And what ends up happening is the challenges are, you know, every industry wants to leverage data, whether you want to digitize or you want to be compliant with a regulation. It really takes one approach, and I think that's the part that people have struggled with, um, you know, know, because you can't just do data quality. If you're a very small organization and you decide to deploy data quality rules on specific data, you have a small set of data, and you want to, you know, check the data quality, that probably works for you. But if you're a larger organization, marketing, you know, a bank or, you know, outside of that, what it takes is, you know, the struggle is real. Um, It takes really the ability to define terms. It's a data governance framework that makes it all work cohesively together. You can do data quality, but you have to have people doing all of the incremental fundamentals, which includes defining terms, what terms are important, What is the business rule? When you define a term, you explain to the whole organization what that term is used for, how it's used, does it have a calculation? Then you set yourself up for others using and consuming that data with knowledge as opposed to just creating data in your own silo, in your own usage, and then you have these scenarios play out where you have one part of the organization saying profit equals this and another this, and then people are like, well, I don't know what our profit is. That's kind of the challenges the data presents. Like people define things and they define them for their own use cases, but it's bigger than that.
0: No, this is great. So it's about that standardization, creating this holistic approach to address data quality using data governance um, data management instead of just having that one-off ad hoc approach that you had just talked about um, at purenova we talk about how data quality really affects operational efficiency regulatory compliance like you just mentioned and of course this business decision making so many firms are still probably using this manual traditional method for achieving data quality maybe they're not including data governance in it or whatnot And they may be listening, wondering how they can go about creating or improving an effective data quality framework. So what advice do you have for these firms or even these individuals who are looking to do this?
1: That's a great question. And thank you for asking, because this is why I do this, is is sharing the knowledge. and, And the knowledge is incremental as you start working as a data governance, data quality professional. But basically, you have to define... What data quality will be at your organization? It's policy and procedures. You have to say, what is data quality at your organization? And sharing it with you, you know, tapping into my own knowledge here, it's you have to write what is data quality consisting of at your organization. you someone in the data quality space has to lead those standards. So there's policies and procedures overarching everything right and it might be a data governance policy and then you have standards what is the standard for example how do you want to roll out data quality you want to profile your data first and get a sense of what is the data quality score or how would i score the data are there a hundred percent nulls or are there like you know Erroneous values that the business doesn't expect? Does it consist of data profiling, setting up data quality rules, setting up a scorecard, you know, to you know, bring in those exceptions and the you know, as you create data quality rules? What is your framework? And then you share that with the business and you socialize it to say, this is what we're doing. It may be a scaled back aversion as your first cut, and then you keep incrementally adding on to that as you, you deploy and educate and train and things like that. But it really does start with the policy, the standards, the procedures, and trainings. That's really, really fundamental.
0: Great. So defining data quality at your organization is what I understand is key because it's not so much a blanket statement. What does it mean to you? What does it mean for your framework? And what does it mean for your business goals? So if we move on to kind of the results or the benefits of data quality, it's so important for firms to really understand the critical importance of having high quality data. And this doesn't mean having it once or fixing it here and there, but setting up a framework that's going to continuously maintain it across the organization. And only then can they really expect to reap the benefits. I want to talk more about the benefits or the motivation of successfully implementing a framework. What are some examples of what financial firms can expect to receive um, by setting up an effective data quality model?
1: Um, Really, an effective data quality model is a data quality program, as I mentioned, with standards and procedures, how you execute and deploy um, data quality that's a, a major part because that's the structure of your framework uh, right there and then. Um, the other part of it is how you create data quality rules capture dimensions of data quality. but as you do that you also data quality lives in in two major areas data quality checking the data you know deploying things that check the data for those, you know, scenarios that could cause data to not be decision worthy, meaning like if you had bad country codes or things like that. And then, you know, distilling that into a holistic way where you can have the users understand you know, okay, this is a dimension of data quality. It must conform to a date. It must, you know, uh, you know, there's a completeness rule and there's that context of having dimensions of data quality and then the scorecards reporting on that. But one of the most important areas is data quality incident management. Data quality cannot exist without a data quality incident management program. And what that means to the business stakeholders is, all of their pain points can be put into a centralized location and you know reviewed and put in on the p- critical path for triage root cause determination fixes That's what's meaningful for crossing and bridging the gap to show your data can improve. Your pain points can be improved, not today, but over time. We're going to put them in a queue. We're going to collect them. We're going to put them in a queue. We're going to decide... Which of them gets worked on and when, but based on you know the importance, and we're going to fix those, and we're going to fix those permanently. The business then suddenly starts trusting the data. They start seeing that this program really does work and that their efforts to report data quality issues or work within the data quality rule framework and, and you know, see their data improve, it actually works over time.
0: Ellen, this is some great insight. Um, I don't want us to give too much away because we're going to have you really dive deeper into this in the webinar on January 27th. So again, you can hear more from Ellen on this topic um, in our upcoming webinar, and I'm going to include the link to it, uh, the registration page in the blurb below. But Ellen, thank you so much for this discussion. I really hope we can have you on again soon.
1: Okay, thank you. It's a great opportunity, and I'm grateful for this. Thank you.
0: As always, thanks for listening to Digital Switch. You can subscribe, rate, and share us on your favorite podcast streaming service, digitalswitch.show, and YouTube. You can also stay up to date on podcast episodes, blog posts, videos, and all things Pure at purenova.com and at Pure Inc. on Twitter. So that's all from us, everybody. I hope you have a great week.